Thanks for joining the Life's Better podcast, where we say life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. If we haven't met, my name is Jonathan Gleason. This is Josh Doolin. Hey. And we're going to be really focusing on moms today, because by the time this is actually aired, it's just going to be a couple of days before Mother's Day. So this and is your warning, in case you haven't bought anything yet, because I feel like it always sneaks up on me. Yeah, no, birthdays, even normal holidays <laughs> sneak up on me. How can Christmas sneak up on somebody, but I feel like it does <laughs> almost every single year. So what we're going to be doing is sharing with you kind of like the, the top 10 things that all moms want to hear mm. uh, from their kids. But before we do that, we're going to do a little game. And the game is, do you know, do you know your mom? So, Josh, do you think you know your mom? I, knowing the questions, I don't know if I know my mom. Okay, <laughs> I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to try. I'm ho hopefully I do. So, I'm sorry if I don't. So, you've been in contact with my mom. Mm -hmm. I've been in contact with your mom. We, we know some answers. Mm -hmm. We'll see if, you know, uh, it actually works that you know your mom. <laughs> I, I know some answers. We'll find out. Yeah. What is your mom's full name? That's the first question. Yeah, so my mom's full name is Tammy Jo Doolin. And do you remember her maiden name? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I know her maiden name. It's Tammy Jo. Starts with a P. I don't know. I don't know it. Okay, according according to your mom, it's Peterson. Peterson. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I should know that, but yeah. You know what? Your mom added the maiden name. I never would have asked you that, but she added it. I was like, you know what? That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. So my mom's full name mom. is Glinda Ray Gleason, and her uh, maiden name is Ginther. You got it. Is that right? You got it exactly right. Cool. Well done. Cool. And she put both as well. Did she? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I think moms our moms just want to throw us off a little bit with this <laughs> game. All right, so the second question is, What's your favorite food? Okay, so my mom's favorite food at one time was Chinese food. Mm. But honestly, my mom, uh, she may have one of those silly answers like, I like everything and that's my problem. You know, something like that. So I, I don't know. <laughs> your second answer was way more on the spot. You ready okay. for this? Yeah. It says, uh, oh man, dot, dot, dot. I love eating and am needing to go back on a vegetarian diet. Probably because my favorite foods are pizza, tacos, hamburgers, potato salad, chips with flavors on them, etc. Wow, so, I so thought Chinese food didn't even make it. It didn't, but you did say she she might have just said everything, which I feel like that was a lot of things. Okay, so mm -hmm. that one will will give me a point unless it comes down to, you know, <laughs> you know, real close stuff, and then we'll we'll say maybe maybe it was a half a point. Um okay, so from your mom's mom. favorite food. So this is another scenario where I know my mom likes a lot of different kinds of food. Uh, I would dare say my mom's favorite is she loves Mexican food. So okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mexican food as my answer. But there's a lot of different things that she likes. So I'm sure Mexican food. There, there's a good version of this. But she just said steak. Ah, that was my second. Is that thing. right? Yeah. You she loves what? a good steakhouse. Uh, I think your dad might have had steak on his list when we did a similar game for Father's I, I Day. I think so. My your dad had like five, actually, yeah. I remember. But yeah. mom but likes steak. It's funny because my sister's favorite food is steak. My okay. favorite food is not steak, but yeah, my whole family, we're big steak eaters. Is yours Mexican food, though? I do love Mexican food. Is yeah. that number one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tacos. Right. Tacos are the best. Number three, this is not a game of do you know your colleague, so I should stop <laughs> asking you questions. But here we go. Number three, what is your mom's date of birth? Date of birth is January 30, oh, 28th, 
Good. I almost gave you my wife's birthday. That's very. <laughs> they're both very close. Okay. 28th, uh, 1971. Nailed it. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on my mom's. <laughs> I know for sure it's May 16th. You got it. When it comes to the year, I... I you gotta I, be careful here. You this might one, insult your mom. So here's the thing. I, I feel a little like I cheated on this one a little bit mm. in the sense that I kept telling myself, don't think about it, don't think about it. Mm. Like, just try to remember on the spot. But my mind just kept naturally going to it. And so I, 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 think, it's, I think it's 1955. You got it. Okay. Well done. I, I feel like I kind of cheated on that one, but I'll take the point. That's nah, fine. You can do math. Math, math <laughs> is power. All right. Uh, number four. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. I was about to read you her answer. Whoops. <laughs> Number help. four, uh, growing up, what did you think you wanted to do for a living? Yeah, I'm going to lose a point on this one, I'm sure, but I, I think my answer is probably more accurate than mm. whatever my mom put down. Really? Okay. And You think you know your mom better than your mom so, knows herself? So maybe. Okay. I think the answer is everything. So, And the reason why is... Honestly, I can't tell you how many times like she has made some little comment or told some story about, oh, I wanted to do this, or oh, it would have been you know great if I did that. And then on top of that, when it came to even choosing a career for myself okay. or you know my siblings, she was always throwing out like a hundred and one ideas, almost to the sense of like she wants to live vicariously through us because she's got mm. all these plans and all these ideas, and wouldn't it be great to do this and that and that. So I'm gonna go with everything. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to lose a point on that one. So she did not say everything, yeah. but she did say that uh, she felt like she was meant to teach children. Okay. And she also said that uh, when she was in junior high, she felt like God was calling her to be a missionary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't get a point on that one, but that's cool. <laughs> so mine, I don't know if I've ever, I probably asked my mom this when I was very little, but I don't remember paying attention to the answer that she gave me, which is unfortunate. I know every job that she had, uh -huh. um, which might give me a little bit of a clue. <sighs> but I'm, I think I'm going to go with like a, an answer that I believe, uh, just based off of knowing who she is and what she enjoys. I think that she just really wanted to have a good family and be a good mom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not what she put. Okay. But that's still a good answer. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some truth in there. She said... To be actually be a teacher. Okay. And well, sure she enough, is. she well, is a she teacher. Is. And she made the comment how it took 30 years to get there. Yeah. But that's what she wanted to do when she, she was younger. She was a travel agent for okay. a really long time. Uh, and she worked at like airports and stuff. Like did that for really? a really long time. And then once uh, Allie and I, when they wanted to send us to uh, Christian school and it was okay, a little more sure. expensive, she took the job there. Uh, but it was pay cut. I probably should have guessed that because like you did... You did take a pay cut to do what you love. So, yeah, yeah. That, make, that makes sense. Oh, that works. Yeah. All right. Um, you didn't get a point on that one. Though, I did so. not get a pay point on that. I don't think I've gotten one point. I think you got I one got, point. Oh, it was, uh, it was for knowing her. <laughs> no, you got two then. You got two. Sorry. Well, I, I guess you got two if we if Count we weren't going to. the full name. The full name, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you got yeah. at least a half a point It's your full one. name right now. That's true. <laughs> Might as well give you the point then. Um, what high school sports or extracurricular activities did Gosh, your mom, mom do in high school? Uh, this is tough. I, I'm sorry, Mom. I wish I paid attention more when you, when you gave these. I know where she went to school. <sighs> I don't know. I really, I, I'm going to say she 
just hung out with friends. She didn't okay. have, she wasn't a part of any teams. You got a point on that one. Did I really? Yes. Now, there may have been an extracurricular in there or mm-hmm. two, but mm-hmm. she what did specifically say, she said, no athletics. She mm-hmm. said, I, I'm just not athletic, so I never did any athletics. Mm-hmm. So there may have been something else, but she, she said none. She didn't say anything. She okay. said none. Thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I did pay attention. She was like, I didn't really play anything. It's hard to remember something that didn't happen, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're good. Uh, I know for certain that my mom was in the band. I think she was one of those really cool band members who played the tuba. Uh, so that's the only extracurricular that I'm aware of. There may have been others. I know she enjoyed sports, mm-hmm. but that's the only one that's that's coming to my mind. She gave me a pretty long answer. Oh my goodness! Uh, but uh, she didn't say any in high school. So I think you got that right. You also mentioned band, which she said uh, she played for a summer and also for a year, like one year, doing games and stuff. Okay. So she didn't do it very long. Uh, but then she I've also... Seen, I've seen I've seen yearbook pictures. Okay. So I know it happened. I, I, I remember seeing, I think, at least a couple pictures, like different yearbooks. So. Mm. Well, she at mentioned all of them after that involved stuff with her church and just helping okay. out at church. Oh, so. uh, yeah. You yeah. know, I was even framing the question... It, when it came to like high school, the actual school itself. Mm-hmm. But yes, extracurricular would definitely include church. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, okay. Like Number, you're hanging out in friends. Yeah, 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 exactly. Number six, how many boyfriends did you have before meeting your husband? <laughs> so <laughs> I remember my mom telling some stories, but I, I don't know. Parents just don't really like telling stories. I don't remember a whole lot, and it's probably a good thing because I wouldn't want to hear <laughs> hear it uh, so maybe maybe Josh has heard it now uh, <laughs> I think the answer if it came to like serious boyfriend before my dad I would say none I don't think any of them were really serious uh, I know there were some dudes that were chasing her mm. and and so whether or not she you know allowed them to pursue her or not I'm not really sure um, I, I want to say if we're just talking like hey you liked me yeah I kind of like you I don't know two but no serious <laughs> We'll see. What I really, it? I really want to meet your mom in person. She, I love her answers. What, what did uh, she say? She said, "Well, I liked all the boys oh, in the youth group as creepy. well as a family friend, but I never had a boyfriend until I met my husband." Okay. So you, okay. I think you got it. Uh, he said, "She said he's the one who asked me on a date, and I've been dating him ever since." Yes, and I think he was fifty-five at the time, and she was twelve. So mm. creepy, creepy yeah. as well. Come on, come on. <laughs> Bob. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, what about your mom? Oh, uh, man. Okay. So I know only about one, mm-hmm. mainly because the story goes that he, my dad says it all the time, he, he threw it away to go date somebody else, and he showed up with flowers uh, that day. And they started dating shortly after, like the day. That so the she day broke up with him. that your mom broke up with some dude, mm-hmm. your dad showed up with flowers saying, "Rebound! How mm-hmm. about a rebound?" Yeah, I, uh-huh. I don't think that was his plan. Okay. At least that's like what he says. Uh, but he said he went to like a flower shop on his way, and he told him what he was doing, and they just loaded him up with flowers, <laughs> and he showed up with I a bouquet it. that was so hard to see behind that, like. She they thought it was like that guy coming back. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say one serious one, and I don't know about any other ones. I don't know anything about the serious. All I know is the answer was two. Two! I'm ah, sorry, man. Sorry, Mom. Sorry. Well, maybe I don't need to know about this. <laughs> Good uh. call. <laughs> All right, how did your mom come to Christ? 
This is another tough one for me because uh, I know it's weird how like like our our whole lives, our parents, uh, I'm talking about me and my sister, have focused really hard on us like coming to know Jesus and uh, I've heard bits and pieces of their testimony. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that my grandmother, like she's believed for a really long time. Grandmother on mom's side, mom's dad's side, side. Okay. mom's side. Um, and so, in my mind, I I think I recall like she was young, um, and she she's be- like she came to know Christ then, uh, but I can't remember. Like as a the, kid. Yeah, as okay. a kid. Um, but I also know that like her and my dad like went through kind of a. Re, uh, renewal of their faith, so okay. to speak, when they were married. Um, but I can't speak to exact faith. So this is going to blow your mind. Okay. It wasn't until she was 24 years old. Okay. Newly, uh, a new mother. Um, she really didn't know a whole lot about Christ, mm. uh, except she had an aunt that okay. would read her Bible stories when she would spend the night with her. Yes. Yeah. And so there was a rough understanding mm-hmm. kind of about spiritual things. But it wasn't until, you know, connecting really with your dad and his family who were very involved in the church. And then pastor came over at one point when she was 24, walked her through some of the gospel message, told an illustration that resonated with her in the sense that, uh, you know, if, if she got pulled over for driving 90 and a 45, uh, it would be like Jesus, you know, said, hey, you know what, I'm going to pay that penalty for mm. you. And then the recognition, hey, wait, he did that to a much more massive extent when, with the cross and my mm. sins and realized she didn't want to live eternity without God or without family. And so she gave her life to Christ. That's cool, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, when it comes to my mom coming to faith in Christ, I definitely know that her folks were very involved in the church, uh, avid uh, followers of Christ. And um, she heard the gospel message at a very young age. Um, I believe accepted Christ at a pretty young age uh, and was baptized in her church. So Some uh, of the details, I don't know for sure, but that's the gist. Uh, she, so basically, she didn't give me an exact like, time frame, yeah. but she did say, you know, I grew up knowing about God. Uh, in fact, she said, I... I knew Jesus probably while in my mom's womb, <laughs> but her. She's a really she smart into, lady. I mean, she, really. Oh yeah, I mean, a, a child. I'm mm. sure she was talking at, as soon as she entered this world <laughs> and knew all about you know who God was. <laughs> but she she talked about like how uh, she realized when a pastor was preaching mm. uh, how like that we were separated from God because of our sin. She became aware of her sin and all of that stuff when she was very young. So yeah, yeah. yeah, gave her life to Christ pretty young. And she has a full testimony that I'll, I'll let you read at some point. That's, <laughs> okay. that's cool. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, I think mine is the next question. No, it's yours. It's mine. Uh, what's something you always wanted to do yeah. but didn't? Okay. The one I was going to go with is one that she, sh- uh, she sort of shared when it came to the career. Mm. I've heard multiple times that if she hadn't gotten married, had kids, and gone down the road that she went, that she probably would have gone into the mission field mm. or on the mission field. Uh, she mentioned that a little bit when Never it came to the career. That's yeah, true. And, and I would say, you know, just like you, Josh, you recognize that your mission field may not be a foreign country, but you're still a missionary. Mm-hmm. And I, that certainly is the case with my mom. So that's what I was going to go with. I was mm-hmm. going to go with missionary. So that's a good answer. It's not what she put. Uh, she said that she's always wanted to write a book. And oh. she actually said that she's still thinking on that. And okay. it's probably because 
of all of the lessons God's helped her like learn over the over her many years of, of being on on Earth, and she would still like to write a book. Cool. So, well, yeah. Like it. Josh said, I would read late. it. He lies. He lies. <laughs> Especially if you have uh, embarrassing stories about Jonathan in it, I would I would love that. Yeah, I think we'd all read that. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't. What about um, your mom? Um, mom, mom just kind of like lives her life like as the type of person that doesn't have regrets. Okay. Um, what would she do differently? I, this is going to be like a really serious answer. Um, man. This is going to be a really serious answer. I'm sorry if you didn't want me to, to, to share any of this type of backstory, but, uh, her relationship with her dad has been strained like my entire life. Mm. Uh, and it, it's really on him and, and a lot of uh, stuff that he, he's done to push her away and my grandma away were just awful. Um, and I, th- I really think, I know that you've lived with like this sort of regret of things and I don't blame you at all uh, for how like our relationship has been with him. But I think that you wish that Maybe that would be different. I don't know. I, I think that would be her answer if it was a serious one. But I'm wondering if that's not the route that she took. <laughs> so your mom went really, really serious okay. and said that she would. She really has always wanted to go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to Australia. That sounds awesome. We could go to New Zealand and walk the uh, the path uh, to Mordor. <laughs> Man, and, uh, take Davis along with you. Yeah, yeah he, is, he, is he all about, about that? All yeah. about it, yes. Okay, Josh, what is your mom's fondest memory of you? Oh, man. There's two here, so even if you throw out one, we're going to uh, give you a point, man. Okay. Maybe when I, I, I know this is like really meant a lot to her, um, when I w- helped my grandparents my, on my dad's side, they, um, when they were at their 50th anniversary, had a, what is that called when... You're, you're married, but you have like a marriage thing. Yeah, kind of like a, uh, yeah, I want to say re, re-dedication marriage, but <laughs> that is that? not what it, not is. what it is. I know what you're it, talking about. Like a renewal of vows. Yes. Um, and that's, I know that meant a lot to her to see and like all of that stuff. Um, is, that, is that one of them? It's not. So okay. fondest, gosh, memory, sorry, fondest memory of you okay. was when you would spend hours and hours and hours setting up your cars all around your room. She really enjoyed that, I guess. Okay. Uh, and she also talked about how she really, uh, well, one of her fondest memories is how passionate you have always been to win. Mm. Now, she may have shared some stories about you being a sore loser at times, True. <laughs> which may not have been her fondest memories, <laughs> but uh, she threw those in there. We won't share those, though. We won't share those. So passion. Okay, cool. So fondest memory uh, that my mom might have of me, I'm going to go with the day that uh, her and my dad baptized me. No? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so I, I kind of want to read this one, oh, if that's gee. okay. How long is it? Uh, it's okay. It's not that long. It's not that long. What do you got? Uh, she said, there are many, but I'll share this one. <laughs> I was home alone one night until Jonathan arrived home. I'd gone to bed and was reading when he came in. He wasn't wanting to do anything, especially he wasn't ready for bed. So he came in and sat on the other side of the bed. He visited a little, but didn't have a lot to share, but both still wanted to be together. I asked if he had any interest in reading with me from the Bible. He said yes, so he put his head on Dad's pillow and read the first chapter of Jonah. I read the second. 
he the third, and me the last chapter. It was a very close time to share with my son and God. So I have a really, really good memory. I pride myself on my memory. Do you I have no that? memory. <laughs> I have no memory of that. I'm sorry that was it one of your like fondest. It sounds like you were very, very young, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't remember it. There was, there's been plenty of times like we would read together, and that's probably one of the reasons why I love mm. being read, too. But... Yeah, I don't remember it. Sorry. You're still doing that with uh, with Love Dana it. and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Like one of my favorite things to do. Maybe that was a key moment in your life. You just didn't realize for it. For sure. For sure. All right. So number ten. What was the most cha- What was most challenging about raising your son? So uh, challenging. I think I, <laughs> I've been challenging, and probably most challenge- challenges came when I just wanted to be argumentative and fight and argue. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. She said that it's when you were challenging uh, their values. Okay. If that makes sense. So, like, it was just. Like, oh, maybe arguments like. <laughs> about, like, no, that's lame. <laughs> you, uh, so, something about if our values were actually. The idea that their values were a personal preference. Gosh. Do you remember that at all? No? No. I mean, okay. what they value most is the gospel, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever really questioned the gospel, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, arguments, arguments. What about you? What do you think your mom had the most <sighs> challenging? It, it probably is something similar because I think with that longing to win, I think I got that from her. Okay. <laughs> and so we definitely butted heads at times, and Dad was uh, the peacemaker, but like obviously we always still loved each other and stuff. So I'm gonna say uh, my, I'm gonna say my competitiveness slash arguments. Yeah. So there's two. Okay. She says you never uh, you broke rules, and there's one main rule that you broke. Okay. Uh, when you started driving, there was one rule. When you arrived at your destination, what were you supposed to do? Oh, text my mom. You were supposed to text your mom. She said you never did. And yeah. that was that was Harper. Yeah. Uh, second, if it makes you feel any better, people have been telling me ever since that I'm really bad at texting them. <laughs> second was you just constantly lost your keys. Yeah. There was a season in your life where everyone you knew actually had a set of your keys. Yep. So that they could help you. So. Yep. Hey, as challenges go, I mean that's that's pretty low. I, I think you were a pretty I, good kid. I uh, I'm surprised as well that. Uh, uh, being injury prone wasn't one of them because mom had to take me to the hospital probably more times than the uh, average kid. That would be hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm just constantly in the hospital. Um, all right, last one. And I feel like I've gotten basically none. All right. <laughs> What's your mom's proudest moment of you? Ooh. Most proud. Man. It's probably when I played with cars in, on the floor. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to say uh, getting married. And, or, no, I, th- I think, who does mom care about more, me coming to the Lord or Emily? <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say becoming a pastor. Okay, so... She's, I, he got a point on this one. She okay. said, every time he does the Lord's work, mm. and I can't think of like doing the Lord's work even uh, any better than being a pastor. Sorry, Emily. I was <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, she said this. This is really sweet. She said um, that you have had a calling on your life since you were born, and she's honored to get to witness mm. that calling being played out. You were part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm skipping ahead to the next You are, you are. Uh, for me, proudest moments... 
Yeah, probably kind of getting my act together and um, <laughs> like not only leading well uh, my own life in Christ, in ministry, but probably my family as well. Mm. This one's really sweet too. I want to read it. Uh, I think seeing where my son is now in his relationship with God, but also his family. Uh, I only regret living so far away from his pre precious family, but I am well pleased with my son. I really always have been. It's just that the more we both grow in the Lord, the better it is. So. Yeah, there you go. Once I stopped challenging all their, <laughs> all their beliefs and whatever it was, values, their values. Values, values. So thanks, uh, Mom, for turning this into Josh. Yeah. And what we're going to do now is a little more helpful for the rest of you guys. Uh, what we're going to do is going to give you a list of 10 things that all moms want to hear. Mm -hmm. And we have compiled these from multiple articles, even some conversations. So this, this is not necessarily just our list, but we're going to put our own little flair to it. Yeah. Particularly moving into just the Mother's Day season, uh, we want to challenge you guys to maybe express some of these things to your mom. However, we'd recognize that there are some of you that your mom has passed on, and this will be very difficult to do. And so what we're challenging you to do is maybe just recognize that, that God is that perfect parent. You know, mm. He's typically referred to as a father, but at the same time, he, he has so many qualities that we see in wonderful moms. Mm. And so maybe this can be a time of worship that you even have with, with God, uh, who is always taking care of you like a, like a perfect parent. Yeah. All right. Number one on the list, what do all moms want to hear? It's three words, and you probably already know what they are. I love you. In the English language, there is nothing that enriches our hearts and our souls more than those words, and certainly mom needs to hear it. So you might be thinking it, you might be feeling it, but particularly on Mother's Day, you better express it to your mm. mom in words. That's number one. All right, number two is I'm sorry. Uh, and I mean, we all have mistakes, especially growing up where we rebel against our moms and other people, uh, and they don't expect us to be perfect, but uh, when we admit, I'm sorry, it, it shows that they've taught us not only uh, how to recognize our mistakes, but to humble ourselves and to come uh, and like repent and I guess turn, like try to make amends. And, and so not only does that show her that you care about her, but you also are showing that she's taught you how to do those things in relationships to come too. So I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, number three on the list is that smells good, which <laughs> might sound a little silly, but when moms put so much time and energy into feeding their kids and husband and other guests, when a kid comes in and just expresses, hey mom, that smells good, or that looks good, or they bite into it at the dinner table and say, that tastes good, it just fills mom with mm. a bit of pride and appreciation. Yeah. Number four is, you're the best. And it's not like you're trying to, like she's trying to win some super mom, like the best award, but when your kids think that you're special, uh, it's something, it gives her an added bonus, added boost to her day probably to help her become an even better version of who she is. Um, but when you share, you're the best. Uh, she knows that you are noticing the things that she does every single day uh, to make you and, and to sacrifice for you. So let her know that she's the best. Number five on the list, two words. Thank you, thank you. Here's the thing, moms, I think, are extremely underappreciated. And mm. I think a lot of times moms just think that 
so many of the efforts that they put into it just aren't being appreciated, mm -hmm. aren't being even recognized. And it's probably true. It's probably not being yep. recognized. Yep. So when we take the time to actually recognize those small as well as big things that moms have done for us, that really fills them up. So it might be just talking about how thankful you are that you have a mom. You might say, well, you remember when I was in high school and I didn't have my driver's license and you spent so many hours busting me here and there. Thank you for that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It might be, you know what? I hated grilled cheese sandwiches until you cut off the crusty edges <laughs> and man, they're so much better now. Thank you, mom. Or it might even be, thank you for the prayer. I know mom, you have a huge heart for me and you're always praying for me. Thank you for that. So find some things that maybe you've been taking for granted and thank mom. Uh, to go right along with this one, this one is number six, and it says, I know you love me. Uh, and I think most moms hopefully know that their kids love them, but it's still good to recognize that and to uh, tell them that from time to time. Uh, everybody wants to hear that, but when moms hear it, they know, uh, especially if you're able to convey that in a way that isn't just, hey, I love you, but like <laughs> an actual, like, I know you love me. I, I, can, I can see it. Uh, in these things, kind of like the thank you, it knows they know that the sacrifices that they put in uh, uh, were enough to get you to the point where you felt loved, which is ultimately, I think, I don't know, I'm not a parent, but you can admit, is that, that like the key goal? Like you great. want pretty key? Uh, so yeah, let them know that uh, you know that they love you. Yeah. Number seven, I admire you. They want to hear that you admire them. I, I know having young kids myself, we recognize that kids, they just you know, eat up their mom's attention. Mom, look at me. Mom, look what I can do. Mom, look over here. But one of the things I think we fail to understand is that you know, moms actually really want their kids' admiration. Mm. And so when a mom has a child come in and recognizes and validates their hard work, validates their skill, validates uh, some ability that they have, that can really just lift their spirit. And so it might be as simple as coming in and saying, hey, I really admire how you are always dealing with people, difficult people, mm. like the neighbor who's always, you know, whatever. Or I admire, mom, how well you communicated at that conference. Or mom, I admire how, you know, you always just handle yourself with grace and dignity. Uh, find some things that you admire about your mom and express those to mm. her. This one goes right along with that as well. This is number eight, and it says, you look great. Uh, this is can be a weird one. I don't know how often I've actually told my mom, and I, I'm sorry for this, uh, that you look great, but it can be a, a nice little boost whenever, uh, you know, moms, you know, you get to see them at all times, not just the face that they've put on for other people to see when they go out of the house. And so when they're, you know, uh, struggling to get through the day because they have to deal with you, uh, and I'm talking mainly to my students right now, let her know that she looks good. Uh, it can be an, a nice little uh, bonus boost to her confidence so that she, she can get through the day. So yeah, let her know that she looks good. Yeah. Number nine, I owe you so much. I owe you so much. You know, we owe mom <laughs> way more than I think we give mom credit for. Uh, just on a biological level, your mom grew you from a cell <laughs> inside her body. Like you owe your mom so much. Life has come from your mom. Mm. On top of that, like she puts up with your shenanigans. So <laughs> you owe her a ton. And I think when we look at our success, typically we, we walk around and may even have a little bit of a chip on our so shoulder. Hey, we did this ourselves. No, you didn't. You mm. are a direct 
results of all the time and energy that mom and others have placed in your life. And so taking the time to recognize that and uh, maybe even finding a few specifics just to say, hey, I really owe you for this. Mm. Uh, whether it was the sacrifice of money, whether it was a sacrifice of time, just communicating I owe you uh, really, really uh, comes through um, really well. Last yeah, one. and then the last one, number 10, is that faith is the cornerstone of my life. If you have a mom, uh, share with her how you came to Christ. How, like, and more than likely, she's probably involved in it at some point. Mm. Um, most moms that I know and most even like people who are starting a family, because I'm around a lot of uh, my friends are starting that, they're, they're already praying for their kids, uh, for them to come to know the Lord and for them to know uh, and get to know somebody who is good for them to marry and all of that stuff. Uh, so share that with your mom. Like She wants to know that Jesus has become important to you because she probably already cares uh, about that and has been praying for you for a long time. And if your mom doesn't know uh, Christ, this is going to be a really great opportunity to share mm -hmm. with her that uh, not only do you know and you want her to know, but you can... If, if she was a good mom, she shared love with you, you can directly correlate uh, a relationship with God to how you were shown uh, unconditional love as a kid. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. So here's what we're going to do. Josh and I are going to take a couple of these and we're going to express them to mom. So mom, I'm going to start first, Josh. Mm -hmm. Mom, just want to say I love you. And without a doubt, the any success that I've had in life, I think is directly linked to how much time and energy you put in to discipling us as kids, uh, specifically me, who was not always the best student. You put a ton of time and energy into my education, um, but even just that discipleship training, mm -hmm. opening up God's Word almost every single morning, studying that Word, and uh, the, the success that I even have with my own kids is a product of how you modeled that really well in my life. So yeah. love yeah. you. Thank you. Really appreciate you. I want to say I know you love me. And uh, I, I just want to not only speak to like the many, many sacrifices that you uh, gave for not only me, but Allie as well. Uh, but I know that you had a lot of things that were tough that you walked through in life and you uh, those had a really heavy impact on you. Uh, as you grew up and you desperately wanted Allie and I to have a family that uh, loved and cared, was loved and cared for and knew that their parents uh, uh, always unconditionally loved them. And so I just want you to know that you did a great job and I've, I've never once ever felt that <laughs> I didn't have you guys as my support system and uh, I really appreciate it. All right. Well, mom. Oh, I didn't. I didn't go with my second one. I. I. Sorry. We were supposed to do two, right? Yeah. I kind of. I kind of. I, I, I kind of. I apologize. In. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna throw more? in there on top of that that uh, that led to me coming to know know God and and to serve Him uh, with everything I have because I was shown unconditional love that was directly mirrored from your relationships with God as well and that led me to know and serve God as well. So that can. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So uh, just to clarify, though, did I beat you in that game? You absolutely destroyed <laughs> me in that game. I don't know if I destroyed <laughs> you, but uh, I, I still like to win. So I don't know if Josh is actually more competitive than me. It doesn't seem like it. If I, I lost, to work on that. I, if I lost, I would probably be throwing chairs. Mm. That's how that's how there's intense no it is. Well, there's plenty of chairs. Some stools. Here, <laughs> there's a few chairs here. <laughs> well, hey, until next time, don't forget that we are so much better when we're in that love relationship with God. We are so much better as people when we're in deep, rich community and we're living uh, life in God's purpose. 
Love, love your mom, love him, and uh, we'll see you next time. Happy Mother's Day.